0: Hello and welcome to PortraitCast episode ten. As always, I'm Rick. On this edition of the podcast, I sat down for an interview at the Vale Film Festival with actress Ashley Jensen. Due to the potentially overwhelming background noise, this interview has been published online at portroids.com/blog.html in a transcribed form. Uh, I've received a number of emails requesting the audio version, so consider this a bonus episode. And remember that you can read the full transcript of it online at the Portroids blog if you find the chatter from the filmmakers lounge uh, where we did the recording too distracting. I leave it to you, so as it is, I present my interview with Ashley Jensen. I'm here at the eBay. assume a lot of the awareness of a lot of America uh, with your role as Maggie on Extras. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before that you have been acting for around 15 years in the UK and appeared on over 30 shows. Yes. Uh, how did you get starting in, started in acting and what were those early years like?
1: Um, I- to make a real go of it. I, I had to be quite determined in, in supporting myself as an actress and I started off doing theatre, a lot of theatre and a lot of, sort of low-scale theatre where we would travel to small destinations in, in Britain, put up the set physically, do our show, physically take it down, stick it in the back of a van and travel to the next place. So I did a lot of that. So I feel as if i would really sort of... Yep. Okay. That was not me. No, it, was and not it, it does sound a little bit like me, but yeah. I think it's an actress called Sandy Muddie. Okay,
0: yeah, because there are a couple of places online that say that it's you. It's
1: absolutely not me. You put them right. I will yes. definitely.
0: Um, and now, so that, that was—I was wondering if that was kind of how you got involved with Ricky Gervais and, and Stephen Merchant. It wasn't.
1: It was completely conventionally through a casting director at the BBC who had got me in several times before. Yeah. To the point that I began to feel as if I was letting her down because she was so incredibly loyal to. and I and, uh, and it just worked and I read the scenes and he read with me and uh, I think one of the scenes that we read in the interview was the the scene in the Samuel L. Jackson episodes where it's the, the golly toy. Okay, and yeah. That one. And then another one I think that was actually cut about um, gypsies and about and I think it might be on some DVD extras somewhere about gypsies and pigeons
0: talking about Uh your character sometimes innocently and inadvertently ends up saying some horrible things uh, in front of the wrong people. Uh, Was that ever an uncomfortable thing to do as an actor or was it just fun to play along and and go with the the script?
1: Interesting question. It's always fun to break taboos as an actor. That's always kind of quite kind of like liberating, I think. Um, there, There was one scene where there was the girl disability and I had to look at her sympathetically and go oh look at that poor we thing and that girl was the coolest woman who she did stand-up comedy and that was her act was about who she was and her disability and um she was the kind of person that with the um martinez what's her name somebody martinez anyway can't remember but um she was one of these people that within about 15 minutes of being with her you didn't actually see her disability right that you you didn't notice his disability after a while. But I think sometimes it it was a little bit like, oh my God, you're aware that you're breaking so many taboos. But I think as an actor, it, it is always fun to play. And I think that the writing...
0: 60 episodes of Ugly Betty and a new series, uh, Accidentally On Purpose. Yeah. What, how do you compare your UK television experience <coughs> to the U.S.?
1: There's a lot more money spent on television in America, the budgets are bigger. Um, yeah. I mean, in terms of *Ugly Betty*, it, 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 the hours that you would spend on sets in a day were phenomenally long. Oh, yeah. I, I feel compared to Britain, it's a lot warmer when you're filming in California, <laughs> California, when you're outside, than it is in Britain. Um, but I think that one of the things I've noticed, like the people ask me often about the comedy, the different types of comedy, like extras, accidentally, in purpose, and *Ugly Betty*, because they're all so very different. Right. Yeah. And because accidentally, it a sitcom filmed in front of a studio audience. So that's sort of, of bringing in other different skills, which, I'll be honest, that uh, I have learned from Jenna Elfman, watching her, who is just she's done so many years of Dharma and Greg that she just absolutely knows how to play an audience as well as the camera at the same time. And although I've done a lot of theatre and I've been aware of like how you play an audience, there's still cameras in your face. So that's been a technique that has.
0: Seasons are a lot longer, you know, they, they just
1: continue are. to go on and on. And I think that's the difference that Britain sort of quits well with a head. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and yep. hopes that people buy the DVDs, <laughs> so we get DVD sales money. But, um, some of those pros and cons, I don't know which I prefer actually, because I would love to do another season of extras. Yeah. I think, I still think they could squeeze another special out there. Um, but, you know, it, if something's working, then, then keep doing it.
0: <sighs> that makes sense.
1: Again, there is the thing of it, it leaves people wanting more if you leave them at the top rather than well, it was good at the beginning and then it kind sort of got a bit limp. Yeah, you
0: know, and that's some, yeah, some people complain about the U, uh, the U.S. office based on you know, it just continues to go and go, yeah, it's still quality. Program, but it doesn't have the same emotional impact. That, no, not awesome. I know you were part yeah. of that show, yeah. just kind of yeah. a comparison. Although a lot US of people think I am, people go, well, I Oh, thought the, I the, did
1: office, interview the office was amazing. And I'm like, Yes, it was amazing, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, and you know it, not me. I wasn't in it. That was Lucy <laughs> Davis, who was wonderful in it. Yeah.
0: You've also recently done some voice acting uh, in How to Train Your Dragon.
1: Well, oh, that was a very, very tiny part. I, I, was, I, I, was, yeah, I, I haven't seen no. it yet. No, I was basically like uh, an extra in that, actually, oh, really? an extra voice, but yeah. I have done one called uh, Nomeo and Juliet, okay. which is coming out next February, um, yeah. um, which is uh, Miramax. Okay,
0: okay, and that, I guess, will lead to my next question, which is um, in, in terms of... There must be a, trusting the animators to bring your voice to life. Absolutely. Um, and so I just wanted to find out kind of how you felt about that experience and going into And
1: you're also not doing it with any of the other actors. It's you yeah. in a studio, on your own, with a microphone, right. not even reading dialogue, literally saying one line after the other. And then the director will say, be a bit more sympathetic, and then you do the line a little bit more sympathetically, and they go, right, do it like you're really pissed off at her. Okay. Right, do it like you're a bit hurt by what she's saying.
0: And then, uh, as, as I mentioned at the beginning, we're at the Bell Film Festival, and uh, you're here with a, a, a film you did with your husband, Terence yes. Beasley, uh, it's called Sunshine, I saw it today, it was great, yes. I really enjoyed that. Uh, what can you tell us about that film, people that haven't seen it, and uh, about working with your husband, who wrote and
1: directed the film? Well, yeah, he, he wrote it, and directed it, and edited it, and did the music for it, yes. and I produced it by, you know, I got the, the team together that was the crew, and basically everyone did it. Um, for the good of their hearts, really. Our DP did it because they liked the script. Uh, basically, it's about two men that are sort of stuck, stuck with under their own black cloud, if you like. Um, one's from Scotland, one's from Sweden, both from the northern hemisphere, that um, are countries that don't see enough, a lot of daylight, and how that kind of affects their their drinking and their attitude to. I think it's just basically about uh, carrying your own black clouds about you and uh, being self-obsessed.
0: Yeah, and uh, I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but there's a part where it seems like he's broken through. That the, They're both kind of the main actors, yeah. but yet at the end, you, you kind of see, that well, he still has kind of a, a dark outlook. Yeah. Is just what's next for you? What, what do you have coming up?
1: Well, I'm still doing No and Juliet Juliet, and, and I'm waiting to hear if Accidentally perfect has got a second season, and Terry and I are about to uh, start really getting to grips with our next short.
0: Okay. We're excellent. going
1: to try and do another one.
0: Yeah, you guys were here last year also.
1: My husband was acting in a film last yeah, year, yes. and, uh,
0: so yeah, yeah, they all film they films, yeah.
1: regulars. Perfect. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much. Thank you very much. It was, uh, very great talking to you. and Cheers,
1: uh, Have welcome. fun at the festival. Thank you very much.
0: I'd like to thank Ashley again for taking the time for our quick interview. Be sure to check out her TV show, Accidentally on Purpose, and look for her backlog of television shows on DVD. Also look for the animated film, Nomeo and Juliet, when it gets released next year. I'd also like to thank the great people at the Vail Film Festival for yet another excellent event. Uh, please do your best uh, to make it to the festival next year, listeners, as I'm sure you will love it. And until next time, this is Rick saying goodbye forever.